Well, we are entering a time. Let's, let's just pray I, 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 because I, I, really, I really sense that there is, there is something that I, I, I need to be able to, to release and impart and, and that, that God has for us today. And uh, we just, I want to stay the course on that as well. I, I feel like we've had church, man. I'm telling you, with the, just the, just Pastor Amber, man, with that, that opening, that call to worship, I was like, oh, that's going, it's going to be good. And then worship, and then, you know what, Hector, man, I mean, that, that dude can bring it. <laughs> I'm just amazed at what God has put together here and how blessed we are. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for our time together, and just we honor you. And, Lord, I, I, just, I just want all of our hearts to be open to receive from you that portion, that measure that you have for us in this time, in this season, today, whether we're here in person or those that are watching by live stream. And, Father, we just, we just thank you for just the ministry of the Holy Spirit and that all that will be accomplished, Father, throughout this service. And, Lord, let it be perpetual. Let it be something that carries uh, on um, and that there's, there's some things put in motion in our lives that will, will carry us in the days ahead and even the years ahead. Father, I thank you that, that uh, one word from you can change a life, that can change a whole trajectory of a life. And, Father, we just pray that you, that, that you just anoint us to, to be able to receive that. Lord, that I'll speak as an oracle of God with prophetic utterance. With Let my words be your words and your words my words today. And, Father, we just yield ourselves to you. And we, say, we, we just with gladness say, yes, yes. Come on, say yes in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, I want to talk to you today. You know, we're entering, um, depending on which hemisphere where you're, where you're living, but Israel is entering into their new year. And, and they don't just have a new year party, you know, you know like, like Westerners, you know, that'll celebrate, you know, on our calendar. Because they, they are on the lunar calendar. They, they look at, you know, how that, how that goes. And I don't understand it all. I know it's lunar. Okay. So uh, some of you brainiacs will know a lot more than I do concerning that. But, uh, but it, it, is, it is, you know, sometimes you don't have to understand even what's true to, to, for it to be true. Amen? <laughs> it just, it is. And so they, they cycle in that, and so there, there is some movement that happens. That's why, you know, even Easter doesn't happen at the same time. From year to year, it, it, it shifts because that is still looked at in the lunar cycle of when that happens, and it's, and it's based upon our Jewish roots of, of when Passover takes place. Come on. Come on. We, we, Jesus was a Jewish carpenter. <laughs> we got some Jewish roots. I don't believe that the church is some kind of replacement, you know, to, to what God has. If you read the Bible, there is an everlasting covenant. And when you look at what Paul wrote, the Gentiles, we are grafted in and we need to be grateful. Amen? <laughs> We're not the root in this. And so Abraham is our father. That's why when you, when you look at this, even in the New Testament, Paul said, if you are in Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So you start reading about Abraham, you, start, you ought to get excited because he was a blessed dude. <laughs> Uh, and, and we are heirs to that. 
God wants us to enter in and have that kind of mindset. As we enter into 5787, now remember the decade, the, the 80s are the decade of the mouth. That's that word pay it, in the Hebrew, and it is, it is the voice of God. It is prophetic utterance. You need to watch what you say. And I, I have, um, come on, how many of you struggle with that? You know, come on, that, 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 let's just be honest. How, how many of you, okay, how many of you have never said a negative word? You've never been critical of someone? Come on, all of us are guilty, right? We, 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 uh, and, and that's why Shabbat, you know, pr the practice of that is weekly that you practice that when you enter in at, at, at sundown on that Friday and you're, you're in that Shabbat, you're taking, you know, and honoring the Sabbath that, that for, for the Jew, that from sundown to the next sundown, because that's their day from evening to morning that goes back to Genesis, that one of the practices to not say a negative word. Because if we could just practice it once a day, we might get better at practicing it. Right? And so there's, there, there's, there's this practice even that happens at the feast and those kind of things where you're making those declarations of God's goodness, of His blessing, that we are redeemed, and that, uh, that He calls us by name. You're not just a number to God. He knows you by name. He knows the hairs on your head or the lack of hairs on your head. <laughs> I always get, you know, anyway, I won't go into that. <laughs> Some of us are blessed with more hair than others. Let's just say that. <laughs> but then you've got to deal with it, right? <laughs> and, and so... In this, as we enter into that, it's, it's how, can we, how can we say something positive? How can we say, I was driving in, of course, we, you know, we'd come back here and join, and I've actually bought our own place, and we're not living in the parsonage anymore, and, and, and having our own place, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of other stuff, you know, that, that we have to take on to do, but we were driving in, coming in on 67, or I was, uh, by myself this morning, and uh, she followed behind me, and, and, uh, and I, I, I caught up to this whole big, long string of, of cars. So how many of you know what that is? Somebody at the front is driving 55. And it's speed limit 70. Come on. And, and I'm back there, and, and, and I'm trying. I, I know this is this message. I'm like... Oh, bless them, Jesus, if they're elderly. They, they, they need you to help them get to wherever they're going safely. I just started praying. I didn't know what else to do. You know, I just started praying. And, and I, I mean, some, all the, somebody, this, this little white car whoops over, passes on the right. I mean, dust and rocks flying. And, and I'm, we're on the highway. And I, and I was thinking in, in that moment, I was like, if I could just be a fly and be in each of one of those cars that are probably most of them on their way to church somewhere, I wonder what's being said. <laughs> so what if the decade of the pay that we said what God said? 
What if in this decade we really prophesied and made faith declarations, this is what the Word of God says about me, about my life, about my marriage, about my kids, and we stop the negative talk and what the enemy would like for us to start, start speaking and saying. Whew. But as we go into this, so I was really praying, and I was, and I was looking out there, and, and early on, early enough on, when I'm looking, I wasn't really hearing a lot. You know, it, it just seemed like there was, it was kind of quiet. And so I was praying, and I was asking God, well, what, what does this mean? What, what, is, what, what are we looking at as we, as we go into it? And I felt like the Lord spoke to me. He, he, said, he said, at least I felt like he was talking to me, that this is going to be an accelerated season, that there will be an anointing for seed time and harvest, that it, it, it will happen fast, and that, that things that have been delayed and things that the enemy has stolen are going to show back up. And they'll happen in, in ways of suddenlies. Well, as I was studying... Again, in, in looking at it coming up to this message, well, I, I actually found someone that said this will be a year of suddenlies. Things that you have believed for, things that you have sown towards, things that you have given towards, things that, that you have held on to, promises that you have, you have clung, that get ready. Get ready because a suddenlies coming your way. That God's going to start manifest himself in such a way that... Uh, that you're just going to go, wow, it really did happen. God's on the move. God's doing some things. But also what I felt is that in, in the picture I had, you know, some of us got more rain than others. I guess some of us are living right. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> if you didn't get rain. <laughs> we, we've had inches of rain out there. And believe me, the mower has been going. I mean, we've been, I mean, it has been, uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's incredible what happens as dry as it was, as long as it was, and just that little season of these rains that hit, and all of a sudden, boom. But Hamie, Hamie realized it wasn't just all grass. <laughs> you know, that kind of environment will create acceleration for weeds, for other things that you don't want. I was, I was out there yesterday, and I, and I looked in this other area of, of, of the place there. It's five acres, and, and I was looking out there, and I'm like, I came back and I told Joanne, you know, she's been, she's been adamant on this. She hates stickers, <laughs> thorns, and goat heads. And, and I'm like, there's a whole new area. We didn't even know it was there, but... Guess what happened when it rained? And I felt that there's a caution that we need to also have is that we will need to be more intentional about what we're sowing and our choices that we're making and what we're putting in because there, in, this, in this environment of acceleration, uh, you don't want to be doing evil. That, that, that's going to create some challenges for some. If you've got something in your heart that's not right, that you, you, and here's the cool thing. Coming in, you know, with, with, with um, in, 
you know, because the, the New Year's for the, for, on the Jewish calendar, um, it'll, it'll roll right into Yom Kippur, the, the Feast of Tabernacles. And, and in, this, in this time as you're preparing, what the, the Jewish mindset, the way they're set on this, I, I know that Western culture and, and the way we believe it, you know, we believe that there is a Lamb's Book of Life. And yes, I, I know that if you're a believer and your name gets written in. But for the, for the Jewish person, what they had, the book of Moses, it, it, it was, and, and again, Deuteronomy told them that they, are, that they were to basically meet three times a year. And so that's why you had those three major feasts that were, were in place. The, the, the Passover, we had Pentecost, and then the Feast of Tabernacles. And, and as they would as they come in to Feast of Tabernacles in the beginning of that new lunar, lunar year. <laughs> this West Texas guy will finally get it out. But anyway, they would set their heart in a place of repentance, of some self-perspective of, is there anything that I need to make correction to? Lord, inspect me. They were just open. And if there's things that need to get corrected, they, they would correct that because going into this year, they believed, and, and Scripture holds us out, that if you entered in, so many times there, there is an aspect of how you start your race, how you start something, how you start your year, is it's going to determine so much of the what happens following. And they believe that if your heart was right before God as you entered in, that your name was written in the book of life where God's blessings would come upon you in a fresh way for that year. And repentance, you know, sometimes we make that such a, such a, a nasty or horrible thing. Listen, repentance, and, it, and it's... You know, when you, when you go to the Greek, I, I know it has a more extensive meaning, but for the most part, it is a change of mind. It, because, again, we, we are as we think. We'll go in the direction that we're given thoughts and given place to thoughts. And, and so changing our thoughts should then equate to a change of action. If it's not, there's a disconnect somewhere, so you've got to correct that. But if we'll shift that and we'll give our thoughts towards the right kinds of things, then repentance many times is just whatever degree that you are off in. Some people have said, well, it's a 180-degree turn. It, you know what? It, it may be a 10-degree turn, if, even if you're a little off. Because if you don't correct that, sometimes that, that 10% will... You'll be a lot further off down the road. But to make that adjustment and say, God, I'm entering into this year with something fresh and something new. So I want to talk to you just a minute about, because again, I, I got to deliver this quick at this point, is a, life, a life's harvest plan consists of some things. And I want to just give these to you. You can, you can do a deeper dive on them. But the laws of the harvest, there are laws of the harvest. Mark chapter 4 you can really go into that and look at the parable. What we know is the parable of the sower, but it's a parable of the sower. 
It's, it's the parable of the seed. It's a parable of the soil. It's a parable of the season. You, you, you can expand, and I've preached that before. You can, you can go back and look for that. But though there, is, there are laws of the harvest, and you need to understand what they are. And in those laws, because right now, we better pay attention to seed time and harvest because the environment of the anointing is going to produce some things at an accelerated rate. Come on, how many of you want to get on board with that? Laws of the harvest, you choose first what you desire of the harvest. I may have not wrote that correctly or grammatically correct. <laughs> but you've got to choose that. See, if, if you're not choosing intentionally what you want, you're just kind of moving through life. And, and you may be hoping for the best, but what if you could predetermine your outcome? Let's read this. I love this. This is from the Phillips translation, Galatians chapter 6, 7 through 10. It says, Do not be under any illusion. You cannot make a fool of God. A man's harvest in life will depend entirely, look at this, entirely on what he sows. If he sows for his own lower nature, his harvest will be the decay and death of his own nature. But if he sows for the Spirit, he will reap the harvest of everlasting life by the Spirit. And let us not grow tired of doing good for unless we throw in our hand, the ultimate harvest is assured. Look at this last part. Let us then do good to all men as opportunity offers, especially to those who belong to the Christian household. Especially those closest to you. Sometimes it's, it's real easy to overlook. Sometimes those that we love the most, we know that we don't have to do anything because they love us. Look at the challenge in this. So, but our, our life's harvest depends upon what we're sowing, what we're doing. And... and I, I just want to challenge you. Let your life, let, begin to be intentional. You, if you need something, sow something towards that. Begin to give towards that. Begin to set your, set your focus on that. I, I, um, and I've, I've just chosen to live as a, as a giver. I, I just live to give and give to live. And, I, and I've, I've just done that from very early on. Crazy giving. I've, I've done all kinds of, giving away vehicles, all, all kinds of stuff. And um, um, bought engines for uh, a drug addict cousin that I thought, I argued with God over that and couldn't, that didn't make no sense. And bless God, he got saved. <laughs> you know, I mean, sometimes you got to just trust God. <laughs> I've done things, you know, that, that logically doesn't make sense. But I've just put myself in that. I, I was having to renew my driver's license, and with this year, I had to go show up. And I was dreading it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And so, so I, I walk in there, 
And they actually have made major improvements. I mean, they have a system. I mean, met you at the door. You could schedule online. You go in there, and, and, and you've got all these people that are set up now. And, I mean, it's a process. They have put systems in place. But probably the greatest thing, they were basically all women. Somebody asked me, well, how, how, how was that experience? I said, it's great. They gave it to women. They got it done. <laughs> We believe in women doing great things for God around here. <laughs> and, uh, and, but, but I was there, and in, 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 in that, you're going through that, and they get to this deal, and all of a sudden, will you donate for this, and will you donate to this, and will you donate to that? I, and so, and some of them are good things. I mean, one of them was, was to the veterans, and one was for, for blindness, you know, and one of them was for... Um, rape victims for the, the actual rape kit. You know, they don't pay for that. Somebody's got to pay for it. And so they were, they, there was a place for donations and, and on all this stuff. And initially, I'm like, bless God, I just wanted to renew my license. And oh, how many of you have been there? It's like, you want money, <laughs> you know? And I just, I, and I, before I said anything, I just adjusted my heart. I said, you know what, these are opportunities. And instead of just a dollar, I mean, I stepped it up. I could tell the lady behind the glass doing my lines, she looked at me, she's like, thank you for, for your donations and being an organ donor. And she, I could see it in her face. She's looking, probably I gave quite a bit more than what most would give, that do give. But I just thought, bless God, I want to live as a giver. I want to live to be generous. I just, this is, this is something that, that I just continue to work to practice in my life because I know seed time and harvest works. It, believe me, we, God has been so generous to me in so many ways. And I could, I could go on and on about that. But you determine your harvest. What do you need? Invest in that, which really is, is that second law of the harvest, is you should see it as an investment. It's, it's an investment you're making, and many times it is extremely just by faith that you're doing that. I was, I was visiting with a neighbor out there, and he's got a lot more land, and, um, and he was sharing with me, you know, some things that, you know, he's, he's farmed and had, had animals and things, and, and, uh, and he, said, he said, yeah, he said, I've just put in winter wheat, you know, and he points out there. At the ground, it looks like dirt to me. <laughs> you know, it's just plowed. There's nothing. There's no sign. But you know what? He said he put seed in the ground. He said, I got winter wheat. Any farmer truly understands this. That he's looking for that crop. Well, what if it doesn't rain? What if it does? If he doesn't put any seed in the ground, ain't nothing going to happen. That, that assures nothing's going to happen. But at least he put something in the ground. And with that, there's an investment that he's made for harvest that he intends because he wants to feed his animals. And for us, we need to look at, listen, husbands, wives, 
What if you looked at that as more of an investment? Come on, this message is doing me some good. I got up and I did the dishes up that were left in the sink. Joanne was shocked. She's like, I was running a little bit late, so I'm a little frantic then. And then I get behind a slow driver to really get tested. <laughs> She's like, you didn't have to do that, you know? And I'm, I'm like, but she said, thank you. Come on, man, you got too quiet on me. Come on, ladies, this is your opportunity. <laughs> Don't elbow them too hard. Don't leave bruises. <laughs> but what if there was that investment, there was something that was intentional that you, you wanted to produce? What if your children didn't just hear, yeah, 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 and all the whining and all the complaining? And all, what if you were making those declarations of what God sees in them? and helping their identity to be more than maybe even where they're at in the life they're living. Because you know God's got their number. We can be intentional in that. And we can invest. Come on, how many need to invest? You can mark down chapter 4 verse 26 that talks about the kingdom of God is like when someone scatters seed on the ground and he sleeps night and rises by day and the seed should sprout and grow he himself does not know how for the earth yields crops by itself first the blade then the head then the full grain is in in the head but when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Some of us are ready. We've been ready for years. And we're about to get to put in the sickle. We're about to reap that harvest. We're about to see that suddenly of God. We're about to see some things break through and happen for us that we know that God has spoken, declared to us. It's been in our heart. It's been prophetically declared. We know it to be true. It's time. Come on, some of you need to say, it's my time. Get your expectation to shift to this place of faith, that faith is now. Faith says, I'll take it now. God, I believe it. I receive it. Begin to move towards those things. And the, the last law of harvest, I just want to touch on this, and we, we covered it in the scripture that we've already read. But, but, the law of harvest exercises patience. Or really, it's, it's another word that I, I felt like that probably needed to put in there is work. Because this takes work. It takes effort. If you want to just be a nominal Christian and just kind of go through life and just whatever it will be and just, you know what, I don't want to do anything. I'm not going to read my Bible and put the Word in me. I'm not going to spend time in prayer. I'm not going to go to church. I'm not going to, I just, I believe in Jesus. And you're just going to roll through life with whatever life offers you, whatever life gives you, and man, you're missing out on so much. So much that God offers. So much that, that God wants to bless you with. If you would fully engage 
and get serious about your relationship with the Lord. If you would fully engage and get serious about being a true Christ follower and living in this world to make a difference for His glory, what would that outcome really look like? I shared this last week with, with, with uh, Arlington. Somebody said that my preaching has a, has a tendency to be very challenging. <laughs> you mean you feel my foot up your backside? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I said, here's the, here's the reality, though. I want you to experience the love of God and His acceptance. and that, Absolutely. You don't have to earn this. But at the same time, I want you to be giving yourself to a place of being discipled and being matured and being developed and begin to exercise that and begin to live your life out to really make a difference in such a way so that when you finish your course in this life and you stand before Him, He says, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter in to your joy of your rewards. And it, some of you that have maybe felt that and all of a sudden you've stepped up and you're volunteering and you're serving and you're doing things. And someday when you stand before him and you hear that, you're going to go, Pastor Walt, thank you for the foot on my backside. <laughs> if it feels a little challenging, come on. <laughs> Just embrace it. Let God be God. I believe there's just going to be some testimonials that, that start just rolling out of this thing. We've got people that are, I mean, in major prayer, believe in God. I, I, there's, there's something that's happening in that. Pastor Lane in Arlington, they've started an early morning prayer meeting. They've got Narcisse, um, Narcisse that's from um, Africa that's leading that. I mean, this, <laughs> this man of God, he knows how to pray, and it... it it, it, it's probably stretching some that are gathering for that prayer meeting because they probably never heard anybody pray like he prays. I mean, <laughs> you talk about passionate and warring. He can, you know, when, when you come up in persecution, you know, he's from Cameroon and Nigeria and over in some of those regions and areas. From, he's actually from the Congo. When you look at, at people like that, that know how to pray and move God. And they've gathered, and they, they're in that place. I, I felt that there was such a strong anointing in that. At, at one point in the service last week, I even I, I said, you know what? Because so, the pay, place was starting to erupt. It was just that kind of, kind of sense of God doing something special. And... and uh, and Arlington congregation was starting to feel it. I'm feeling it a little bit here this morning as well. I'm believing it to increase and, and grow. And, and, and I, I said, if, if, if you're sensing that, I said, you need to thank this man of God. Thank Narcisse. Some things are happening because of prayer. Don't think just, well, we got great music. Just, you know, it's great music. You can do that with, without the anointing. But man, I sense anointing. We can have good preaching, but is there prayer supported behind it? And we've got people praying here, and I, and I just believe in that there's going to be more of that. 
I had a couple yesterday. I was doing a funeral, and, and I had a couple yesterday that said, um, she told me, she's been with me for, man, Juan, what'd you, what'd you tell me, 20, 21 years? 21 years. <laughs> she said, Pastor, she said, you're on my prayer list, and I pray for you every day. All you can say is thank you. Because it's, believe me, I need lots of prayer. <laughs> Having people like that, that have been in the trenches, come on. When you live life long enough and you serve God long enough and you do what, especially, especially at, the, at, at certain leadership levels, you know, you wear a target. But having people like that whew, makes me feel much stronger, much bolder <laughs> for those things that I feel like that God's put in my heart because we got people praying. Some of you may be saying, well, Pastor, I don't, I don't really know where to serve. I, I'm telling you, get in a small group, start getting discipled, come through a process, get in next steps, become a part. Get involved in something that is beyond yourself. And there's lots of places to volunteer. But even in that, if you, if you feel like that you still you can pray. Get before God and pray for your church. Pray for its leadership. Pray. Don't think, well, I'm just praying. No. God, you are praying. So vital. So needed. God wants to do something in our lives, in this church. We have, we have some that, that are really thankful. This past week, we, we sent some money. We bought two motorcycles for the Philippines for two pastors to be able to actually bring food to market to help support their villages. They didn't have really, and if, if, and if you can't get a, quite a picture, well, how's a motorcycle bringing that to market? You need to look up motorcycles in Philippines bringing food to market. What they can strap on a motorcycle is crazy. <laughs> food is still the number one need to bring people out of poverty 60% of the Philippines income of their annual income 60% goes, to, goes towards food They're, listen, we are so blessed. We as Americans better thank God every day for all that we have. To be a part of His kingdom, to be a part of even this nation. Don't ever despise that, what God has given, what God has blessed. Nations, people of the world want to come here. Still, the greatest opportunities are right here.
in this land. We need to pray, though. We ought to be praying for our leaders. That's what the Bible teaches. We need to go to that place. Stop being so negative. How many can trust God? Even in difficult times, even when maybe your person that you wanted elected didn't get elected. Your real test of faith, you know what? Are you going to pray for them? Are you going to still do what the Word says? Pray for those in authority? Lift them up? Let's set our hearts in this fresh place of saying, I want to be a Christ follower. And I want to be Jesus to others. Begin to let your light shine. Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you for having your way. We just offer ourselves to you. Jesus, be Lord and Master of our lives. And if you're here this morning, you've not made Jesus the Lord of your life, and you know that's that's what you that's the beginning. That's where that's you've got to surrender your life. Just right where you're at, say, Jesus, be my Lord and Savior. I give you my life. Just do it right now. You will be amazed at what God will do with a surrendered heart, a surrendered life under His Lordship. Father, we thank you for the great days ahead. And as we enter into 5783, Lord, as we, we approach that, Father, let it, let it be something so spiritual, so miraculous, Father, that, that the suddenlies begin to happen, the miraculous begins to happen, the things that we have stood for, believed God for, that we're declaring, that we have declared, Father, things that have been delayed, things that have been stolen by the enemy, God, that those things, all those things begin to come back and begin to make manifest throughout this next year, Father, I speak blessings over the congregation, blessings over the Life Church for San Angelo and Arlington and beyond. And Father, I thank you for that. I thank you for what you're doing, God, in our lives. And I declare we are a blessed people. Blessed coming in, blessed going out. We're the head and not the tail. Above only, not beneath. Father, I thank you, God, that we are blessed to be a blessing. Lord, that we'll live that. We declare it so in Jesus' name.